Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Today, I'm sitting down with another Denver-based entrepreneur. I'm sitting down with somebody that I actually met via Zoom first and then had the opportunity of running into in real life at a women's networking group, the Denver Dames. And it was an amazing event. Nicole Glover is my guest today. And she is a, another marketing expert. So we're going to be talking all about marketing for your business today, and not just on the social media level. With what you're doing with your marketing efforts on a grander scale, how can you tell if it's actually working? That's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we dive into that, Nicole Glover, again, is my guest, and she's been leading marketing departments since 2009. So she has a track record of doubling the top and bottom line results revenue of million-dollar businesses, including transforming stagnant $125 million company into a vibrant, growing organization that currently exceeds $300 million in organic sales. So if you want more money, you want to make sure your marketing is actually working, you are going to want to listen to every minute of today's episode. Nicole, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to really help people grow their businesses and have them see real results. So thank you for having me. Well, and I always love it whenever I can bring another Denver-based business owner on. And you know, as I said in your intro, and you and I have had the opportunity to talk in real life a little bit, but for the listeners, let's introduce them to you just a little bit here. So what made you decide to help other businesses with their marketing efforts instead of being a CMO at, at one company, what inspired you to start your own business? You know, I always thought I would someday do that because that's kind of what people do. They get really good at something. And then when they're completely gray and, you know, typically have a harder time getting a job, that's when they go out and be a consultant because they're forced into it. So I always figured that was going to be what I ended up doing. The funny thing is I actually knew a few men that decided that they were going to just run marketing companies with absolutely no marketing experience. And since I I have a record of growing marketing departments, growing the revenue, doubling companies for every company I ever worked for, it's like, well, it only makes sense for me to do this earlier rather than wait, basically because I love helping businesses. I love getting those results. I love going in and looking and figuring out how we can be smarter about what we're doing business-wise, growth-wise, marketing, advertising, anything that we can really do to really grow a business rather than sit and wait and approve, you know, a post or podcast (laughs) or, um, you know, an article, you know, if we can go in and work on the strategy and that's my favorite part, something I'm really good at. And then I've realized that a lot of people don't you know, that's not their, their favorite thing to do. They're really good at other things. So this is, this is my thing. This is the thing that I, I've really become very good at. And, uh, 
I can help more businesses than just, you know, be a CMO for years on end for one business. I mean, I get more challenges. I get to help more businesses and, and, and in turn, I get to help more communities because of that. I get, you know, more people get to be hired, more communities get to thrive more. So, I mean, like there's more impact doing it this way than just working with one company at a time or, you know, forever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. I, I definitely understand that. And there's something that comes along with being able to help other small business, other business owners. I mean, you're working with $125 million businesses. Those are some large companies. And Mm -hmm. you said you like to talk about the strategy. So I'm a strategy person as well. So let's talk about strategy right now. What do you think that one of the biggest pieces for so many businesses that they're missing with their strategy that you can come in and nine times out of 10, it's this one thing that just needs to be tweaked or changed or they've been missing? Yeah, that's a simple but very big question. You know, I work with a lot of businesses that seem to think if they just hire the right marketing person or company, that can all just be handled. Someone else will go do it, run with it, and then (laughs) it's done. And they can check it off their list. And the thing that I, I really like working with companies on is, noticing like, well, not even noticing, but being completely involved with their marketing. So they know where the marketing is going. They're sharing their vision with everyone. Marketing is like the entire company is on the same page with where their growth is going and what they want to do with it rather than just someone over there doing their magic and making leads happen and getting the name out. Like the entire company is on the same page with that. And we have to start at the beginning and making sure the fundamentals are right, making sure we know who we're targeting and what we're saying actually aligns with what they want to hear. So, you know, we work with anything that touches the customer in a business. We're not focused just on digital or, you know, just social like you are, Katie, where you're really focused on making that work for companies. But, you know, if that one piece isn't in alignment with what everything else the company is doing, we're dropping the ball. So we work with everything that touches the customer and making sure all of that aligns. So as long as those foundations are correct, everyone is on the same page, we can make some fun stuff happen. But if we're, if not everyone's on the same page, the fundamentals aren't together, then, you know, that's, yeah, that's the biggest place where most companies need that first step. And as soon as they can get that, then companies can start really growing. So let's talk about growing because we all want to grow our our businesses. And it's interesting to me because you know you said with marketing, a lot of people will bring marketing consultants in and expect it to be a magic wand. Like I'm going to bring in marketing and it's going to change everything. And it's also the very first thing to get cut when yeah. times are tough. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's, it's just the reality of it. My husband works in finance and I work in marketing. He's like, oh, well, you know, marketing is always the first thing to go. And I'm like, but why? You know, and it's, 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 we're, we're expected to be magic doers, but we're always the first thing to be like, well, this isn't working. Let's just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the magic wand that marketing is and how we can use marketing when we have the right strategies in place to really move the needle. You know, like I said, with your interview, $125 million business, now 300 million. What was the magic wand? Like, how were you able to make those changes 
And what recommendations would you have for businesses that are looking for that magic wand? Yeah. So the magic wand, I I actually ask that in my questions with clients, like what, if I had a magic wand, it could just fix something. What would that be? So that I know what their biggest pressing issues are, but that magic wand that I use is like 85 things, making sure everything is in alignment and working together and everything is happening. And it's, you know, a lot of people feel like marketing can be such a scam. And I'm not even talking about the, the manipulation side that people always feel like, Oh, you're, you know, feel sleazy. You're trying to convince people to buy from you. And it's like, no, we're just telling them about something they probably already want to buy. Like that is just, you know, but we, we want to make sure that everything is in alignment and it takes some time. And that's what I was going to say is people feel like it's a scam because it can take time, but, you know, doing, um, Google ads, people want that to happen quick. And so because they can see so much, they expect everything that marketing does to be that quick and have that biggest return on investment and can track everything. But if we're putting messages on bus stops, like, we have no way to track how many eyeballs are on that. I mean, we can have really good guesses, but we have no way yeah. to track who's looking at that. Um, but really, if we need to put an ad on a bus stop because that's where our client base is going to be and they're going to see it, then that's what we're going to do. Not because we can track it, but because that's what's important. So, you know, there is no magic wand when it comes to marketing but there are best practices and there's ways to get you where you want to go. But if you are aligning all of your goals with your vision and your tactics and everyone's in alignment and you make sure you're hitting the right people with the right message, when they want to hear it, you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see more results than you would if you're just trying for the next big thing. A lot of people chase the next thing in marketing and really It's like with most everything, being tried and true and making sure that you are doing what you're supposed to do every day, getting out there, doing the the daily, you know, tactics or the steps that you're supposed to do is going to yield those results. That $125 million company that we took to over 300 million, that's still seeing massive results and growing. We had to get the foundations right. We had to, you know, they had a website that they had when I first started, they had little tractors that were floating on the page that were just random and they had everything was a black background and it was hard to read. No one could understand anything. Nothing was written to make it easier for the client. It was all written to make it easier for the salespeople. I mean, like nothing was good. So we had to fix a lot of little things and we had to continue asking ourselves, what would the client want? is this going to help the client? Is this really what the client wants? Or is it, you know, are we just trying to sell them something that would be better for us? So making sure everything, every little thing is working towards that end goal, you'll get those results and you'll set yourself up for a foundation that will continue to help you grow. But if you're just deciding that is too much time, it's too much work and you keep trying to chase, you know, an influencer here or a, you know, spending $8,000 a month on Google ads or, you know, when, when really you just need to work on those foundations and make things right. Now getting those influencers and Google ads 
to work with your business after you've gotten those foundations right, then it starts almost seeming like you have a magic wand to make these things work. But if things aren't working first, everything that Katie does, all the amazing things that you do, is just, it's not going to see those results. So that's why you're so big on making sure that they have their strategy in place and you're not just going for new likes. You're actually getting those results. What are the results that you want? And not just more leads, but what do you want to see happen in five years? What do you want to see even in one year? If if what you're doing isn't aligning with that, then you're just going to get likes for the sake of likes instead of clients and, you know, having people know who you are and what you do and that you are the person to go to for whatever it is you're serving your community for. With what you said, it made me really think about, well, it's it's not just my soapbox that I'm that I've been standing on. This the likes are are great, but really, is it moving the needle for your business? And if showing up as a business owner versus showing up as an influencer are two different things. And I think that when you're an influencer, the likes 100 percent matter. However, when you are a business, it's that awareness factor. You know, when you're when you're Doing social media is having a very targeted message at a targeted person, a targeted audience. And so I feel, feel like with what you've been saying, you really have to know who your target client is. You really have to know who you're talking to and how you, what their problem is before, a lot of times before they even know that they have that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was talking to a client yesterday and uh, she was interested in doing Google ads for the first time. And the concept of creating the keywords being something that someone, when they have that problem, what are they going to type in? Not just what you sell, but what, what do they think that problem might be? But even, you know, that's Google ads is when you need it, but when they're, you know, scrolling through their feeds, what is going to trigger them to stop and go, Oh, that would make things better. I do need that. Gosh, I would love to have that. And then that spurs that moment to talk to him. But, you know, that's the, like you're saying, what are they going to think about before they actually have, you know, before they know that they have that problem? What is it that will make them go, oh, yes, that's me. I resonate with that. That's something I need. So if we can step back, really be, you know, have a weird conceptual idea of what it is that's actually happening, not the, you know, I produce this for this product. So if you have this product, you need this, you know, we need to think about why, why do you, yeah. why should they care? The, the why is one of the things I think a lot of people, because with our businesses, we were the business owner. We know what the product is, but when you get into the why it's, it unlocks so many ideas. One, well, for me, of the content creation, because then I'm able to tap into the questions that your ideal client is having. So with that, how do you help a lot of your clients understand the value of knowing the why for their product? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times uh, it's, it's sad to say the amount of times I stump a business owner by asking why do your clients even choose to work with you? And a lot of times I hear, Oh, it's the price. Well, no, no, it's not the price. What else is it? And they just list off all their features, not even their benefits. You know, so we have to dive in deeper and ask, like, really, why do they work with you? Why should they care about your product over someone else's? 
And most of the time, they're not going to actually have any of those answers. They've never talked to their clients. They've never asked them, like, why do you actually work with me? Why do you like working with me? Why did you choose to not work with me after this? Like, what about my product made you choose someone else? So we actually go and talk to their clients and customers and ask them those open-ended questions like, why did you decide to look up this this product or this service? Like, what were you needing? What what were you hoping to get out of this? Did the client solve this? Why did you think they would solve it? You know, what made you go with them? Asking the clients a lot of questions about, you know, basically why, why did you do this? Why should you care? Why, why did you go with them? Why did you think they would solve this? Results in you actually, like me, you, the business owner, getting answers that they would never even realize that were important to their clients. And you know, I, I've talked to a lot of accountants that, you know, they realize the reason why their clients work with them wasn't the bookkeeping or, you know, giving them the numbers. It was, hey, this is what's actually happening. Here's the story about it. And this is what we can do with that information. And it's something they, you know, they would never have even thought to tell their clients or thought that, you know, their clients cared about that because, what they think their clients care about is where the numbers are at and what bills are paid and how much money you're going to have to work with and how much money you're going to earn every month. But the forecasting, and now that's becoming more and more of a thing where people are really promoting that, but that forecasting is something that accountants are saying, oh, hey, yeah, I, I do forecasting. And that's what the clients really want to see. So if they weren't asking their clients why they are working with them, they would never have known. And then they wouldn't have gotten new clients. Mm -hmm. You know, they yeah. won't tell their clients like, Hey, talk to so-and-so about this because, you know, they did forecasting for me. You know, it's, it's the message we're sharing why you should care. I 1000% agree with all of these different things, knowing your why, knowing who you're talking to, knowing, you know, what sort of metrics you should be tracking with, Hey, I'm, I'm not just going to do a bus stop unless that's where my target audience is. I'm not going to just do Google ads because somebody said, Oh, I, I do Google ads and now my business has grown. Like knowing the why behind all of these different marketing channels, how do you know what you're doing with your marketing efforts is actually working? Yeah. And that's, that's huge. When we put together plans, we put in milestones so we can say at this point, you should be here. At this point, your KPIs, your key performance indicators should be showing these results. Yeah, so we can keep an eye on that. Now, if we're starting at scratch, you know, a new market, a new new division or a brand new company, I typically don't work with brand new companies, but, you know, I work with brand new divisions often enough. You know, we can start saying, okay, this is what we're seeing. We're going to keep an eye on this. Now, you know, if you are working in a massive market, you know, you're in New York City and you are trying to sell everyone to come to your pizza location, there's a lot more people that could be served there. If you work nationwide and you're trying to reach nationwide, you're going to have to spread out a lot more, but you can still reach a lot of people. You're just going to spend a little bit more, you know, but if you are in a very small town trying to get people to buy your pizza, there's not as many people. You're going to have to, you know, watch this a lot longer. 
Um, now you probably know all the people, they probably know a pizza place is going in. So not the best analogy, but you know, if we're trying to make sure people know that you have a construction company that has been very successful in your small area, but no one knows who you are because you've only done word of mouth, you're going to, it's going to take a little bit longer for everyone to know who you are because there's not that many people who need your services. If you work with residential roofing, there's a lot more people than if you're working with commercial roofing, for instance. You know, there's there's not as many people that need your services. So it's going to take longer for you to see those results. But if you can watch the trends, and I'm not talking hour to hour or even day to day, but week by week and month by month and seeing that you are seeing the results taking the way you want it to go, up or down, you know, making sure that you're seeing those results. So if you keep an eye on it, but also making sure you're hitting the right audience and then reaching out, you know, asking people, have you seen my messaging? Does this resonate with you? Have you gone here? Is this a place where you like to see things? You know, if you're talking to a business owner and you want more business owners just like them, go to the places that they like to be. You know, if they're reading Forbes and, you know, Forbes goes all over the world, yeah, advertising that if you want to be all over the world. If they read Forbes and you are trying to advertise in one small town, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But if they have kids that go into, you know, a private school and they have a newsletter and there's more people that are in that community that you want to be targeting, then put yourself in that newsletter. So first go where you know they're going to be. Make sure that that's the right place to advertise and then watch the trends. Make sure that you're seeing the trends go the right way. And I think that when you're looking at these trends, it's important to know that this comes back again to knowing your customer inside and out, Mm -hmm. really taking the time to know who your ideal customer is, what their pain points are, and how you can best serve them. Because if you know what magazines they're reading, you know what social media platforms they're on, you know you know, do they take the bus? Do they take Uber? I mean, like, should you now be advertising on like the Uber app? I mean, all of these are different ways of getting in front of the right person. No, gone are the days of just, and and I mean, this is how I started my business was by having a, uh, not with my business, but prior to starting my business, I was a marketing manager and I had to do all the media buys. So I was buying billboards. I was buying newspaper ads. And those days I feel are gone. You, you can get directly in front of who you want to be in front of when you know who you're talking to. Yeah. The things that they can do with geotargeting are so fun. You know, like you can actually, if you're looking for traveling nurses, you can actually target, and this may be a little creepy for people, but this is actually how they make internet free is all the advertising but you can target people at home if you know that they have a job description, they're talking about it, they're writing about it, they um, are looking for jobs. You know, there are digital footprints out there and then you know where they work, but then you also can find out where they live. Not not exactly, but you can geotarget those specific areas and really get in there and say, hey, you know what, we're looking for more traveling nurses, apply here. And uh, lots of, it's, it's just fascinating where you can go, you can go where your clients are. 
if you Nicole, this is exactly exactly no no no. I I I love this so much because as marketers, we love this. We love the fact that we can that with the internet being free and having the opportunity for cookies and being able to retarget and all the things, it makes marketing to the right people so much easier. You're able to get your product in front of the right person. I I love the fact that if I'm looking at sunglasses and all of a sudden I get distracted, I go home, I open up my Facebook feed and all of a sudden I'm seeing ads for sunglasses in my Facebook feed. A lot of people are like, Ooh, that's creepy. But honestly, I still need sunglasses. Thanks for the reminder, Facebook. Thank you. I want to go back and finish checking out now. Yeah. Yep. No, the, the retargeting ads are fantastic. I mean, I've, I've had clients where it just doesn't make sense to do it. So B2C, it's fantastic. B2B, it really depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, there's so many tools out there and so many new tools and, you know, AI and chat and everything and how, how we can utilize all of these tools to be more effective and making sure, you know, at the end of the day, we're not, you know, salespeople, marketing, we're not trying to sell anything to anyone. We're just trying to help you buy what you really want. You know, if you have a need and you want to get something to make it easier, you have, you want to buy something, you know, we just want to make it easier for you to buy what you want, not try and sell you something that you don't really want. So when you have say something and, you know, Alexa or Google picks that up and I get that it can be creepy, but really at the end of the day, we're all just trying to make it easier for you to live the life you want to live, right? (laughs) One million percent. And uh, AI, I know that chat GPT is like the new good looking girl at school um, right now, but AI has been a part of our life for a while. What do you think that, I'm afraid to say her name, but Siri, Alexa, you know, hey, Google, oh, there goes Miss Alexa now. I know I triggered mine too. But with all, with all of these, this is AI, mm-hmm. and it's been a part of our lives for a while. Um, with marketing, it's these are all different ways to help your business grow. And if you have these different things in place, it's going to make your it's going to make your job easier. It's going to make your customers' lives easier, and it's going to bring in more sales. So, as we wrap up today's episode, one final takeaway that I'd love for you to share with. Uh, the audience today is, it's just, what's your biggest tip for somebody that really wants to make marketing work? They've tried, they've tried doing things in the past. They've tried doing the, you know, the, the Craigslist ads, or they've tried social media, they've tried whatever, and it's, it hasn't worked. What would be your biggest piece of advice for them? Yeah. So if you have clients, go find out where your clients are. And even ask them if they'll introduce you to someone, not ask for a reference or referral, but ask them if they'll introduce you to their ideal or, you know, your ideal client, other people like them. You know, if I ask Katie, like, hey, can you introduce me to some business owners in the Denver area? That's so much easier to get that introduction than saying, oh, can you give me a referral for someone that is needing marketing in the Denver area? I mean, it just, you know, comes across different, but you would totally give me an introduction. You'll have to think about it. If I ask if you can give me, you know, a referral or, you know, try and get me business like that just doesn't come off as well. So, um, but ask, ask your clients if, you know, 
who they are, like where they're going, what they like to see, where they're viewing their media. Make sure you're targeting the right places, but also make sure you find out what it is that they want, why they care, what they care about, you know, so that the, the words you're using, the phrases you're using, how you're representing yourself is coming across better and you're coming across serving whatever it is that they're looking for or whatever their needs are. So, you know, start there and then, you know, be consistent with what you're doing. You know, don't give it up right away. Don't, you know, give it 15, 30 days and decide, ah, it was too much. You really need to be able to commit. And that's with anything. If you want to do your marketing or your sales or anything, you know, you need to give it time and uh, you have to commit. You know, it's just because it's a hundred dollars a month. You think, well, in two months, I should be able to have this many clients for that. Well, it might take you six months to get that return on investment. So you have to say that's a $600 investment. But then if you continue on and you keep going, yeah, you'll get multiple clients in a month, I'm sure, but you have to give it time. So be consistent, give it time. Hopefully it doesn't take you six months, but just be, be aware that it can take time. And, you know, I don't want it to take six months. If it's taking six months working with me, then we're screwing something up. But <laughs> know that it could take six months. It could take time. Um, but you start Rome wasn't trends. built in a day. Yeah, exactly. If we're building something that's going to last, you want your marketing to last and be there for a while. And, you know, when you stop working with the marketing company, all of your leads shouldn't just drop off. So if you're being consistent and building something, it's going to take some time. But if you're targeting the right people with the right message when they want to hear it and you're consistent with it and stick with it for a while, that's the biggest thing I can say. The biggest results you're going to get are, are doing those things. Well, Nicole, this has been such an awesome conversation. If people want to connect with you or learn more about you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? I'll give you the website. It is glovermarketing.com, glovermarketing.com. And uh, you can book time right on the calendar there or email me at nglover, and that's G-L-O-V-E-R at glovermarketing.com. And then I'm also on uh, uh, LinkedIn. Um, I think there's a, it's Nicole dot L dot Glover at LinkedIn. So I should be better at that, but um, reach me on my website and uh, book time with me. I'd love to talk to you guys about what you've got going on and see if there's a way to help you with your marketing strategy. Amazing. And we'll include all these links in the show notes on YouTube and on your favorite podcast player. Nicole, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. This has been an awesome conversation and hopefully everyone is going to take a step back and think about who is their ideal client and get to know them inside and out. Nicole, thank you again so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.